Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk. At the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727 501 9090. That's 727 501 9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727 501 9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. You maybe owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727 541 1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years' experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car's been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727 541 1741. You maybe owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. My name's Roger. Sir, may I be of some help? That's funny. My name's Roger. Two Rogers don't make a riot. <laughs> Roger, I have a problem. Yes. I've been in L.A. for three months now. I have money, I have taste. But I'm not on anybody's A-list, and Saturday night is the loneliest night of the week for me. Well, a Ferrari would certainly change that. Perhaps. Hmm. But you know, this is the one. Yes, yes, yes. I saw three of these parked outside the local Starbucks this morning, which tells me only one thing. There's too many self-indulgent wieners in this city with too much bloody money. Now, if I was driving a 1967 275 GTB Vortan... You would not be a self-indulgent wiener, sir. You would be a connoisseur. Precisely. Champagne would fall from the heavens, doors would open, velvet ropes would part. I don't have one here. However, I... You have one in the warehouse. Superb. What else do you have in the warehouse? Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. This is Richard Rawlings from Gas Monkey Garage, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. So get you some of that. Welcome, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert, and we're live here in downtown Carmel at Concourse on the Ave, and this is an exciting time. This is Carmel, okay? Beautiful little seaside town in sleepy little California. No, a sleepy little seaside town in big California, and this is part of Carmel Motor Week. This is the party, this is the car show, this is the concourse that basically kicks off the whole event. Now... With a little bit of luck, we've got a little excitement for you, too, because we've got a couple of guests. But I'm going to walk around a little bit and uh, tell you a little bit about some of the cool cars that are here. Now, here at this particular event, this is a free event, downtown Carmel on Ocean Avenue, and then, of course, all the side streets. So some of the cars that you might see, beautiful 1955 Chrysler New Yorker convertible 
right beside that there's a beautiful Bentley S2 sedan. Gorgeous, gorgeous car. And what's really rare about that is a four-speed car. But in Monterey Car Week, if you visit our website, com, you can see a write-up that I did, and it will give you a list of all the cool events and the whole itinerary for the whole week long. And there's some amazing cars here, amazing people, amazing events. And uh, right in front of me, one of the other cars is very, very unique and outstanding, and they only made a handful of them. There's a beautiful 57 BMW 507. There's a Citroen DS21, actually an interesting car, kind of a newer car, probably in the early 70s. A beautiful, beautiful 41, well, I was going to say 40, not sure, Lincoln Zephyr. Not a Lincoln Continental, but a Lincoln Zephyr. There's a beautiful 427 Cobra. Now, I'm over here, I think I'm on Lincoln Avenue. And on Lincoln Avenue, what they're doing right now is they're lining up all the show-winning cars. There's also a 1932 Ford with a Chrysler Hemi in it that was, back in the day, was a hot rod show car. So that car's here. There's a Lancia here, a very, very rare car. This car... Has a little bit of race history. It's a 1957 Lancia and uh, outstanding car, two door coupe, very, very unique car. There's a Cord that's here, a 1937 Cord, coffin nose, supercharged roadster. I'm walking past a beautiful TR4 race car, Mini Cooper, Austria 2 Trans M car, tons of Cobras, tons of Ferraris, you name it. If there's a Ferrari 212 here, there's also a Ferrari Daytona. If there's a Maserati 3500 here, there's a Maserati 2000 here. Just incredible cars. There's motorcycles here. Some vintage bikes, too. Some pretty interesting stuff. But for the most part, it's pretty cool. And this is one of those things that you have to put on your bucket list. Don't forget, check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. If you've missed any of our past shows, visit Nostalgic Way Doing Cars, the podcast page, which you can also find on our website. Bobby, you want to give off some of the uh, social media for us? Yes, we have uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Periscope and Twitter, at NRC on Air. Now, one of the other things that we're doing, too, is uh, we're going to hit a number of events this week. We're going to go into Laguna Seca, all right? That's where the vintage races, the Rolex reunion, okay? Some amazing cars. Matter of fact, I ran into some of our good friends. Let me tell you about this event here. Even though we're 3,000-plus miles away, we're in California. You've got a lot of people from the Tampa Bay area that uh, attend this event. Now, for example, Tom DuPont, he's here in town. We've got uh, the Hintons from uh, HSR Racing. He's the president of HSR, historic, uh, sports car racing. We've got uh, a couple other people here, some local friends of mine. I bumped into uh, Dana Roberge from Russo and Steel. He's kind of hanging out here. Uh, Bruce Meyer, who's also been a guest on our show, he's walking around here. So you got a pretty eclectic bunch of people. you got guys that are just the average collector. You get some pretty sophisticated collectors here. Bobby, why don't you go ahead and uh, get our guests ready, because it's about what time is it? Well, it is 7.13 here on the Tantalk Radio 7.13, Network. okay, two minutes. Well, I'll tell you what, since we've got a couple minutes left, why don't we do this? Why don't we welcome to Nostalgic Radio Cars our newest sponsor, The Cool Shop. Now, you guys know I'm in a lot of cool, that's cool with a K, stuff. I love old vintage electronics. I like really cool old, really neat Baseball, space age stuff like the old Weltron TVs. Remember those? And Weltron uh, A-Track players. I like uh, any of the old stuff, the old toys, early Hot Wheels stuff, model kits. Remember the weirdos? That was pretty cool. They had these really little silly little characters that they used to kind of put in little hot rods. I think Monogram used to make those kits. Um, if you like posters, Star Wars, atomic-looking stuff, you know, toys and memorabilia out of the 50s and 60s, Check out the cool shop. Bobby, why don't you rattle off their uh, phone number since it's probably in front of you. Sure, I and got it up here. Three. You got it up here. Okay, tell everybody how they can get a hold of Jeff 
at the cool shop. And definitely tell Jeff that you heard us on Nostalgic for Radio and Cars. Oh, yeah. The, you be sure and do that. They are at 9265 Seminole Boulevard in Seminole. Their phone number is, here, let me just get it up for us. Their phone number is 727-201-9489. That's 727-201-9489. And you can definitely visit them on their website, thecoolshop.com. That's thecoolshop.com. And uh, like them on Facebook. Very good. Bob, why don't you go ahead and get our guests on the phone, and I'll tell our listeners a little bit about, more about what we got going on. I'm actually All standing right. here on the cross street of uh, Ocean Avenue and uh, San Carlos, okay? And that's where Meekum has a huge display right in the middle of the street. And they've got a real-life Ferrari GTO, a real-life Maserati Ghibli Spider, a real-life, I'm going to call this kind of a hot rod flat black colored hybrid 918, a very, very, very early 912, a Ferrari 275 GTB, and an early IndyCar. Now, this is just some of the cars that's going to be going through their auctions. As I turn around, I'm looking up the street. There's a couple of interesting cars. There's a beautiful vintage split window bus. Looks like a bus. There's a Toyota FJ, a Citroën, two chevaux, which is two CV for two sonars, and some other little funny little car, which I'm not exactly sure what it's called, but it's got an Italian license plate, and it's called Ranger. So I'm assuming that it was some sort of a utilitarian vehicle that uh, maybe was produced in Italy or something like that, uh, hence the Italian tag. Now, in the background, you can hear uh, our friend Ed Justice of Justice Brothers, and I think uh, Donald Osborne's down there as well, and they're down way down the other end of Ocean Avenue, and they're giving away the awards to all the winners of the concourse. So that's what's going on right now. Now, without further ado, I'd like to introduce our next special guest for the evening. I'm sure you guys are familiar with Cars and Coffee, and I'm sure you guys are even more familiar with the DuPont Cars and Coffee, which is every third Saturday of the month, held at the headquarters, at the DuPont Registry in Clearwater. And I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening the founder of the DuPont Registry, my good friend, Tom DuPont. Tom, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you doing? Pretty good. Well, thank you for coming on, Nostalgia Creating Cars. And uh, like myself, you are here also in Carmel at the Concourse on the Ave event in downtown Carmel on Ocean Ave. So why don't you give us your perspective of the event that's taking place today. Now, you are also one of the sponsors, so feel free to tell everybody what you guys got going on here and uh, share some of your thoughts. Well, this is a terrific show, for starters. One of the best parts is this is for people, um, both people that have and own and love the cars and want to show them, and people who love to see the cars. And, you know, there's no gate. It reminds me of Winter Park when it used to be on the uh, avenue. Uh, we were a sponsor there, as we are a sponsor here, among others, and uh, gives us an opportunity to see clients and uh, connect with people here on the West Coast. Um, uh, pretty far away from home for us, but worth a, well worth the trip. Um, I'm especially enthusiastic about open shows like this where there's no admission because you get people who really want to be here and not just can afford to be here. So it's a terrific uh, environment. The cars, incidentally, are absolutely spectacular. And they're so unusual. There, there's not a lot of the classic that we think of with Pebble Beach and Amelia Island and that kind of thing. These are more um, contemporary classics from the 50s and some 40s and 60s and 70s. And they're a good bit of exotics and sports cars. And it, it's just every one of the cars has a story to them. And they, they take all day to 
bring the ones with the best stories up on the stage and talk to you about them. And it's very friendly uh, environment. Really, really wonderful. Is there any particular car here or cars that kind of, uh, kind of like get your attention that, uh, you say, wow, you know, that's a really cool car. Cause you have a very rare car yourself. You have a 1960 Porsche Roadster, little Miss Polly. And, uh, so there's gotta be some other cars here that you're looking around and thinking, Hmm, you know, if I really motivate myself, I might want to own one of those someday. What would that be? Well, there's a couple of them that just appeal to you just because they're different, uh, but also ones that appeal to you because they're really quite extraordinary. There's a, a bright red uh, BMW uh, 507 Roadster that's just special. I mean, it is the right color, just red, and with capital R, capital E, capital D red. Um, and it's a spider, it's a convertible, and uh, it's just a terrific car and, and incidentally belongs to uh, somebody who uh, lives down the street where I grew up in Wilmington, Delaware. There aren't very many collectible cars in Wilmington, Delaware. It wouldn't be a, a focal point of that kind of activity, but uh, this is an extraordinary car, and he's actually out here on the West campaigning it uh, to four or five different car shows and concours over about a 30-day period. So what a reason to travel. I would I would love to own a car like that one day. That's now gotten to be quite an expensive collectible. Uh, there's another absolutely stunning uh, Citron four-door convertible. Now, not many people know much about Citrons, but they're really unusual car. They're unusual French styling. Uh, they have just a look to them that are just curious, I think is the right word. And there isn't anybody in the world that wouldn't want that Citron because it's black and red, and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's just beyond spectacular. Those two cars, amongst all the others here, I mean, the, the real question, Robert, is which car would you not want to take home? <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Tell us a little bit about uh, DuPont Registry. You founded that company, I think, back in 1985, and you have a partner involved in that. But give us a little bit of background on DuPont Registry and where DuPont Registry is going in the future. Well, DuPont Registry was founded in 1985 as an alternative to the, then the uh, – automotive publications that existed. We wanted to become a uh, full-color, uh, perfect-bound, uh, coated stock uh, coffee table magazine that uh, complemented the, uh, the quality of the cars that were being offered for sale. We didn't choose to include any editorial because we thought the editorial business for cars was pretty full. There were plenty of car magazines where you could learn about automobiles in general, and in particular, we wanted a sales magazine. So it's called a, uh, I think for lack of a better term, a marketplace magazine, where almost every page is uh, automobiles for sale, which would be like walking into a store where everything on the shelf is for sale, obviously, and not having to read editorial. We, we love to tell people that it, 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 the, the magazine has no boring editorial, which always <laughs> the magazines that have editorial because they think we're making a a snide remark that their editorial is boring. And I said, no, we're not really. We just don't have any boring editorial. We don't have any editorial. Uh, we do now. We have a little bit uh, update, sort of uh, mechanical uh, updates on cars and new offerings that we think is important to the marketplace. When you're looking at buying or selling a car, you need to know about this information. So it's information-based be- uh, editorial rather than opinion-based. Um, we do have a website. We've got 70,000 cars on the website. Uh, more than 70, I think. And it's an active website where you can go look for classic luxury and exotic automobiles for sale. It's picked up a lot of steam. We have five and a half, almost six million followers on Facebook. Uh, 
our blog site called Autofluence, autofluence autofluence.com, has between 550 and 600,000 unique visitors a month. It's a very active and intense uh, uh, electronic marketplace, but it sits next door to the print marketplace, which is really our our bricks and mortar. You almost have to have something that uh, can be reflected on the on the internet. Well, I don't believe the automobile business has gone quite 100% internet, just like I don't think Tesla being in a mall has gone quite uh, 100% uh, boutique, non car car dealership uh, ownership transfer systems. Um, print is print is interesting right now. There's even uh, some information in the print uh, media analyst uh, categories that say that um, even the millennials are looking to print as a way to uh, relax a little bit and open the pages and gather information uh, without being uh, getting a pop-up ad to flash in their face or having their battery die, and that they appreciate that the solace and the ability to um, take in the information at their speed rather than the speed of the of the internet. Now, the Dupont Publications, which is you also, you have a couple other magazines. I think you have one that features um, boats. You have one that features airplanes, and then I think you also do the Tampa Bay Lifestyle magazine. Why don't you elaborate a bit on those? Yeah, we broadened our horizons a little bit years ago. The boat magazine has now been folded into the car magazine uh, three or four times a year, coincide okay. with the major boat shows, so we get extra distribution out of that. We do have the DuPont Registry, a buyer's gallery of fine uh, homes, and the Homes magazine is monthly and circulates all around the country and has become quite the uh, listing tool for um, realtors of high-end uh, real estate estates and different properties around the country to show the uh, um, uh, properties that they have for sale. Uh, it's an active uh, magazine. doesn't have the circulation that the car magazine does, but it's still pretty prominent. And we own, incidentally, in addition to that, a company called Unique Homes, which is international and national homes for sale. Uh, it's headquartered in Princeton, New Jersey, and has a little bit more of a refined, less less of a marketplace, more of a showcase to that magazine. It's published bi-monthly along with a handful of other publications, a high-end, uh, prestige, domain, each one focused on a particular real estate marketplace. A fairly small circulation on each of these magazines, but ones that are very rifle-targeted and, and very exclusive where they go, so that if you have a particular home for sale, you want to put it in, in one of the magazines. And, of course, we hope that if you have any home for sale, you'll find one of our magazines that you'll want to put it in. Um, the local luxury lifestyle magazine in Tampa Bay is a intended to take all the products uh, that uh, luxury lifestyle would uh, uh, would in, involve in the Tampa Bay area and put them in, under the cover of one magazine with plenty of editorial about where to go, what to see, what to do, what to buy. Uh, we, have a, we have fashion, we have automobiles, we have real estate, we have restaurants, uh, we have um, uh, health care. It's uh, an interesting proposition now. The city magazine's have also developed across the country their own individual blog sites. We have one that uh, will begin featuring video uh, on the uh, website in the next uh, 30 or 60 days. We've got two uh, videos signed up already, and we expect to get more to be be able to take you right inside a restaurant, see how wonderful it is so that you'll want to rush right down there and have dinner. That's interesting. Um, Do you have an app for that? Because, you know, a lot of people as they're out, let's say, you know, 
visiting town or checking out the neighborhoods or whatnot, you know, they could go to an app and then download it, and then your video would be right there. So as a person drives by, whether it be a restaurant, a piece of uh, real estate, um, or a car, you know, if there was a 360-degree or a, or a, or a um, very, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of here, um, detailed video that, uh, that people will definitely certainly be interested in that. We uh, we were starting with the blog uh, approach so that if you just went to DuPont Registry Luxury Lifestyle Tampa Bay, um, you would get the equivalent of, of, a, of an app because you'd get right to our site and you'd be able to access okay. different categories and so forth. We went that way because it was a simpler, less expensive, uh, less involved uh, uh, programming effort. Uh, there are lots of uh, prototypes and uh, um, uh, you can use to, and canned software you can use to get that up and running. And we wanted to get that and refine it before we actually went to a uh, a uh, actual app that we would um, become more exclusive that you'd have to download the app. We want anybody to you know, dial in from their smartphone and just put in um, luxury uh, 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 watches in Tampa Bay or um, great restaurants Tampa Bay and be able to go right to our um, our blog and see our information there. Interesting. Now, tell us a little bit about Cars and Coffee. If I remember correctly, that started, what, about 15, 16 years ago? Or am I on the right time frame? And it started right here. You started that here, I think, across the street over one of the hotel parking lots over there off Homerton Road, right? Exactly. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, it was so long ago when we started it, we can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> we did start by taking our cars down the street to right next to a Starbucks because we had, didn't have any way to get coffee at our location. And, uh-huh. and we over we outgrew the parking lot uh, and made some of the merchants a little mad. So we said, well, you know, everybody might want to come by our headquarters and see our showroom, and we wouldn't have to drive the cars down there. Now, how do we do coffee? So we found a vendor and did coffee, and uh, we started holding them at our location uh, at headquarters, and it's been very successful. We get 400 automobiles and 1,500 people, and we serve coffee and donuts, and we do it from 7 to 9 in the morning on Saturday the third Saturday of the month so that we don't interfere with your weekend activities or make you late for the kids' soccer game or late for your golf game or so give you an opportunity to mow the lawn, whatever your projects are on Saturday that you can't uh, get away from. And uh, now we've taken Cars and Coffee on the road a little bit. We had one in downtown St. Petersburg next to the Museum of Fine Arts. And in September, we're going over to the Peter O'Knight Airport on Davis Island. And we have part of the tarmac. We'll have airplanes and cars and uh we are using uh, buddy brew coffee now and uh it's been it's been exciting and we expect four 500 cars at uh, peter o'night on that third saturday in september and be a very good show super super what else is uh the dupont register got in store for our uh for our listeners and car enthusiasts here well you know one of the things that we found about our our brand is it's become accepted worldwide and uh, it, it has some stature and some importance to it which which we've worked very hard to achieve and then maintain so we're now looking at any ancillary products where we might put the DuPont registry label on it and uh, see if that wouldn't have appeal to our audience uh, of course we're very particular about the products that uh, we're going to put it on we're not going to put it on t-shirts uh, we're going to put it on refined uh clothing and uh, accessories, maybe even a few automobiles. Uh, we've uh, got an arrangement with an Audi R8 customizer who's going to put uh, special uh, 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 embellishments on an Audi R8, and 
it'll become a DuPont registry series of 25, and that should be a very successful uh, mark out there. We've already got two orders on, on hand. Excellent, excellent. Now, tell us a little bit about some of the other events you're involved in. You are involved with Winter Park. You're also involved with the Boca Grand Concourse. Did I say that right, Boca Grand Concourse? Uh, no, Boca Raton. Boca, Gr- Boca Raton, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about those, because you do uh, kind of like these lifestyle parties, which are absolutely amazing and exciting for, yeah. for, for people. Years ago, in order to round out the uh, the weekend of these concourses, we came up with a concept of a DuPont Registry Live to bring the pages of our magazine alive and we thought well we should do it in an airplane hangar because we can get airplanes we got plenty of room for cars we could stage some boats we can put some vendors in that are selling watches and jewelry and handbags for the ladies and uh, maybe some clothing so one of our more successful ones is the uh, dupont registry live uh, at the boca raton airport um, in conjunction with the boca raton concourse which takes place in february uh, it's a terrific concourse a wonderful saturday night gala at the Boca Raton Resort with uh, eight or 900 people, uh, some um, charity auctions going off, a Sunday concours uh, at the Boca Raton Resort, uh, usually the beautiful weather, emceed by Bill Rothermo and myself. Uh, we have uh, perfected a, a way to get every single car across the block in a limited amount of time so that we make sure we get the awards out and entertain everybody at the same time, have a lot of fun doing it. To kick off the weekend, uh, Friday night at 7.30, we have the Boca Raton DuPont Registry Live at the Boca Raton Airport. And we usually get about uh, 100 cars and maybe 11, 1,200 people parking their cars right on the tarmac, walking right in. Uh, it is a pay-at-the-gate type situation or, or pay in advance. Um, and they get to. we have music. Uh, we're going to have a concert this year. We have planes and jets and helicopters. It's fabulous. It's a great way to spend the evening, see a lot of our clients, give an opportunity for our clients to get their cars in front of uh, the public for sale, and it it makes for a, a great start to a great weekend in, in Boca Raton. Super. Well, Tom, you've done a very good job with the DuPont Registry. You've done a great job with the cars and coffee, and obviously the uh, Lifestyles Hangar event that you do, the DuPont Live. Those are great uh, great events that you do. Now, if people want to find out more about the DuPont Registry and all the stuff you got going on, how do they go about doing that? Well, the best way is to go right to the website, dupontregistry.com, and uh, that that site will lead you to homes, to the inventory of automobiles, to the stories, to Autoblog, uh, to the DuPont Registry City Magazine. It's a, uh, it's a portal that will lead you into the life of the DuPont Registry connoisseur, give you an opportunity to see what we do, and uh, that's where you start. Uh, Otherwise, um, get your pen and pencil out, and you write down the phone number of 1-800-233-1731. That'll get you to our headquarters office. And, of course, if you're looking for me, I'm always ready, willing, and able to answer uh, not only phone calls but also Internet requests at tdupont at dupontregistry.com. Be delighted to hear from you. Super. Well, Tom, I want to thank you very much for taking some time out and coming on our radio show here. And it's even more special since we're here live in Carmel during the Monterey Car Week. Now, one more thing. Tom, you have a very interesting past, and there's a very interesting association with the name DuPont. I would love to invite you back on the show so you can give us a little history on the whole DuPont, uh, let's say, family history, the the industrial side of Tom, or of the DuPont name and, and some of the other interesting things that, uh, that the DuPont uh, organization has been involved with in the past. Would you be willing to do that? 
Robert, I'd love to do that. And then maybe we could spend a little bit of time not only talking about the, the chemical company, which, of course, was the the focal point of the family's uh, entrepreneurial efforts for a couple of generations and a couple hundred years, but also talk specifically about the DuPont automobile company called DuPont Motors. Exactly. Which exactly. automobiles, there's only 30 left, and they're very special cars. In fact, you ought to mention, too, that if somebody wants to come by and take a look at some of those cars, if they attend the Saturday, the third Saturday of the month, Cars and Coffee, you actually have two or three on display right there at the headquarters, correct? Yep, yep. There's a couple of them, a convertible coupe and a four-place uh, Le Mans Speedster, which is really a rare and unusual automobile and absolutely beautiful if, I, if I'm allowed to brag about the family cars. Certainly, absolutely. And also point out that both those cars, I believe both, have been to Pebble Beach here in Carmel, right? Exactly. I, I, it took me three tries to get best in class at Pebble Beach. I finally did it, so now at least I can retire from that effort. That's about as high up the totem pole as you can get. And they honored me with my speedster in 2007, uh, 2009, and uh, it was quite an honor to be uh, brought up on the, uh, on the stage and given an award for best in class. It's so really extraordinary when you can beat some of the finest automobiles in the country. Uh, uh, quite a day for us. Super. All right, Tom. Well, you take care. Thank you again very much for coming out. And, uh, hey, guys, don't forget to check out DuPontRegistry.com. Tom, I'll see you down the street a little bit later. All right. We'll see you on the street in Carmel someplace. Thanks, Robert. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bobby, how are we doing there? Not bad. Not uh, bad. Not what bad. Do you want? Should we, uh, should we play a song? Go let's play a little music. Let's, yeah, let's, let's think... keep them with our tradition. Let's yeah. play a little music. Music. Kush music. Now, I've actually had to walk three blocks away uh, from the actual event in downtown Ocean because the uh, the, the 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 noise or the the I had to walk away from the loudspeaker. Oh. So uh, I'm I'm over here around the corner, and uh, so I'm you, on what so they you're call. So you're really you're really remote. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Junipero Avenue or Street. Can't remember because like Street Ave stuff like that. But I'm actually just right around the corner from the park downtown. So and I'm right across from the let's see, was the Bruno's Market Deli. And I mean, I you know, I'm just sitting here, and the whole time during the interview, you know, a Ferrari 348 goes by, an AC Cobra goes by, countless Porsches go by. 458 Ferraris, a couple Mach 1s, one of two Shelbys. I mean, it's just an amazing collection of cars, Jaguars, and uh, you, you name it. Uh, some interesting stuff is always dropping around here. And you know what the best part about the cars here in California, or the best thing about California? The weather is so perfect here almost all the time that these guys drive these cars all the time, everywhere, anywhere, and they just enjoy the cars. I mean, it's, you talk about a very, very, very serious car culture out here in California, particularly in Northern California. It's pretty serious. There's a 240Z that just rolled up down the street. It's sitting there at the stop sign. On the other side, there's an old vintage Mini Cooper. That's pretty cool. Around the corner, I can see a vintage Mercedes 230 SL, 230-250-280 SL, a little Pagoda. Pretty cool stuff. And like Tom was mentioning earlier, a lot of these cars are contemporary classics, contemporary classics being 50s and newer, okay? Um, Bruce Meyer just went down the street. I just now, just now saw him going down. He's driving a 32 Ford three-window chopped, chopped and channeled. I mean, it's chopped channel and suction black car he can't even see me because he sits so low in the windshield and the roof line is down so low he can barely looks like he can barely see out of it but he's doing real fine he's got the little sport mirrors on the side there and uh he's doing real well Bob, why don't you go ahead and fire up the stereo system with uh yep let's hear some rare the, uh, the oh rare earth yes hey you tune into nostalgic video and cars don't touch that dial we'll be right back with a little luck we've got a couple other really interesting guests coming on for you that are real true car guys
listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk. At the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727 501 9090. That's 727 501 9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727 501 9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. You maybe owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727 541 1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years' experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car's been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727 541 1741. You maybe owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Okay, we're back in June. It's Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and we're here live, live in downtown Carmel for the Carmel Concourse on the Ave. Put on by our good friend and founder, Doug Friedman. Now, I'm walking up uh, Juniper Avenue here right now, and uh, I think we're going to be having one of our guests come on. But let me just tell you what I'm, what I'm standing behind. Standing behind a 458 Ferrari, okay, and what's interesting about it is the license plate and uh, black traditional You've heard the term black light, and black light colors, black and yellow, says defiant. Okay, November 2016, so he's got a couple months left on his license plate. So it's right above the three exhausts. Now, as I turn around, and I'm kind of walking down the street here, I'm actually in the center island. There's an early Corvette over there. I'm guessing around 65 mid-year, Roadster, white car, front license plate on that one. Again, black and yellow, you know, the old black plate style. says vet dealer, and uh, he's got a for sale sign on it. So it's a small black Corvette. Very classy looking, nice and clean. It's got a set of knockoffs on it. Black vinyl top, black interior, looks good. But right behind that is a 7374 Pantera. It's got a set of reproduction wheels on it. And uh, the wheels kind of look a little bit like, uh, oh, like a Cobra slash Taylor brand cross between type knockoff. So it looks pretty good. Plus, it's got knockoffs. And uh, I mean, it still has five lugs on it, but it's got kind of a reproduction center pin. Clean looking car, nice set of exhaust on it. Yellow, very popular color on Panteras. And uh, just uh, a couple seconds ago, uh, Ferrari Daytona just went past me, about a 71, 72. Nice-looking car. I'm standing over here, and if I'm looking over to the right, there's a uh, one of the 50th anniversary Cobras, 4.7 Cobras. It's parked here alongside the road. There's a 993 Roadster. I shouldn't say Roadster, Speedster. Now, I'm not sure if it's a real one or not because they have been known to kind of copy, rebody, re, you know, clone or whatnot, but that's, just that's just an example of some of the cars that are just parked alongside of the road. You know, we're not these cars aren't even in the show. So, oh yeah, SUVs. You want Porsche SUVs? You want Cayenne, Porsche Cayenne, Macans, BMW X Series, BMWs, Range Rovers, just all kinds of stuff like that. That's just an everyday occurrence over here. So, super, super, super high end quality cars. There's uh, one of the brand new Cobra GT350s here. And it's the official raffle car for the Wounded Warriors 
support group. So if you get an extra 10 bucks, go online. You can register, and you might win yourself a brand-new Shelby GT350. Now, Bobby, how are we doing there? We got a guest on the line? Uh, no, Drew uh, needed about 10, 15 minutes. So oh, it uh, might not be enough time. That might not be enough time. Okay, well, so much for that idea. Now, another gentleman was supposed to call in. Uh, he may or may not. We don't know because this is a pretty busy weekend. And uh, Drew, who is a former musician for a couple well-known bands, is uh, here with his stunning street version 427 Cobra. Oh, it caught my eye on it. There's a couple of Cobras here, right? And they all have Halibrand wheels on it. But his wheels were a little on the, uh, oh, let's say dark blackish kind of pitted look. Well, that's what they look like from a distance when you get up close. It's very clear and very evident that they are magnesium. Now, magnesium, over time, tends to blacken a little bit. So it actually looks like they're actually fired or smoked, you know. And uh, so he's got an original set of those, uh, the wide wheels. He's got the eights on the front and nines, nine and a halfs on the rear, or nine. I can't remember exactly what they are. Um, right now, I'm back down on Ocean Avenue, and uh, I'm walking, starting from the front to the finish. And over on my left, there's a 928 GTS. About a 93, 94, last year for that. A couple other early 928s, so they might be featured cars. Over on the right is a Mercedes-Benz 280 SE Coupe, six-cylinder Coupe, 69. I think that's what it is. I'm looking at it here from a distance. I'm kind of calling this as I see it, but a car that's really beautiful, and I'm going to put a couple pictures up on our website and on our Facebook page, is a Iso Griffo, a very early car. And this is an Italian car. Technically, it's considered a hybrid because it's Italian bodies. So it was designed by Bizzarini, built by Iso. Beautiful car, fine Italian coachwork, gorgeous car. But they have uh, Chevrolet motors in them. Now, the early ones had Chevrolet small blocks in them. Some had 327s, some had 350s. And the uh, later ones had Ford motors in them. Now, this, uh, I just looked on the card on the windshield. In 1967. So I think that may be the first year. I'm not sure. Um, it's got Alfa Romeo taillights, it's got Barani wire wheels, it's got a very, very, very sleek look. I mean, it's an ESO Griffo, 1967. Beautiful car. I think out of all the ESOs that they built, that 67 is probably the best looking one. 928 is going by me right now. Now, these cars are basically, they started out, in, they came out in 1977, and I think they had a 4-liter uh, engine and a small V8. And they were basically considered the German muscle car. And uh, so those cars kind of, you know, they were popular for a while during their time, during the 70s and 80s and 90s. And then Porsche did away with them. And then uh, now the collectors have seemed to uh, caught the eye of the 928. So the first generation 928s are somewhat collectible, but the more sought-after ones and higher demand are the 92, 93, 94 928GTS. Those cars are incredible, especially if you find a five-speed version. The car's got 400 horsepower, run about 180-some-odd miles an hour. Incredible car. I'm still walking down Ocean Avenue. There's a beautiful 55 Studebaker sitting over here on my right. There's a Porsche Speedster over here on my left. There's a convertible D. There's a 63 Corvette rolling out the parking lot right now. I believe the concourse is over because I don't hear the announcements anymore. So I guess evidently all the awards are out. Everybody's happy, and I guess people are starting to leave now. Now, what's going to take place here in a few minutes is over on the other side of town, our good friends at Grassroots Motorsports and Motorsports Classic 
is putting on their little kickoff party. So that started at 4. So everybody's going to migrate from here over to that, and I think we might do the same. There's a number of mid-year Corvettes over here. There's even a 71 Corvette. And of all things, a Cosworth Vega. I'll have to get a picture of that. That's pretty cool. Very pretty. Um, our friend Carolina Coach works up in Carolina. Uh, Tim, he's over there. He's talking to some people right now. He's got a beautiful, rare, special order, orange, real orange, 356 Cabriolet. Um, over here on my left, there's a 930 Slant Nose. The Targa, that's kind of rare. A 930 Cabriolet. And a 964 over there. Another car that I see down here right in front of me right now is a 58 Chevrolet, two-door hard stop coming down this way. There is a 1967 Firebird factory 400 four-barrel four-speed car, a beautiful 68 GTO. How do I know it's 68 GTO from where I'm standing? It's got vent windows. 69 doesn't have vent windows. A BMW M1, a rare color, silver, beautiful 1971 Torino, factory 351 Cleveland automatic car with air, nice set of aluminum fin valve cars like a Boss Rare 2. Speaking of Boss Rare 2, it's a beautiful, beautiful white 70 Boss Rare 2 right beside it. An Ellis, let's see, what do they call it? Ellis Spot, no, it's not a 454, it's a 396 car. I think it's called L79, I think that's what it's called. No, not 79, L78. I think it's a 396 Chevelle convertible. Got BMW 3-liter CSIs. I got a whole row of Porsche of vintage race cars right down the street. There's even a Myers Max dune buggy, and of all colors, purple. Another color that's pretty cool is this beautiful 57, not 57, 56, excuse me, Chevy Nomad. Now, I ran across this car a couple of years ago at one of the car shows here, and I think it's an honor for him to uh, have this car here, and uh, it's looking pretty good. He's on the concourse on the air. That's pretty, pretty impressive. There's a beautiful 1932 Ford Street Rod, old school, got the wires on it, got a little California rake to it, literally a roadster. Another 32 Ford down here in traditional hot rod, also with a flathead in it. Pretty amazing stuff. So, you know, all in all, got some pretty interesting cars here, and this is only just a sample. Hey, Drew, you want to be able to come on the radio show, would you? Um, right now, so we, so we're almost over in five minutes. I just thought for what it's worth. Want to tell everybody who you are, real yeah, quick? Yeah, someone just called me. That was my yeah, son. Okay, he just called yeah. you. So, I couldn't hear. I was in the winter circle. Drew, well, hey, let me introduce you to Drew. Now, Drew's going to come on. He's going to tell everybody a little bit about his program. Why don't you tell everybody about your program? You're cool. live in the radio cool. in Florida, Florida. Cool. Hello, this is Drew Berlin here. I am talking. We are uh, Today, we're at the uh, Streets of Carmel in Carmel, California, a beautiful area, with the uh, Streets of Carmel show, a vintage car show, exotics, and... Uh, I drove up from Los Angeles in a 427 Cobra 1966 original car and uh, had so much fun driving up here. And uh, it's a great car, had a lot of fun. And I'm um, also a musician, I'm a producer, and uh, there's a big uh, connection between musicians and cars and guitars and guitars. And so uh, there's a lot of guys here that are guitar guys that also have cars. And so we're having a lot of fun today. I play with a lot of different players and, and bands in my time. But now it's all about the cars and all about Carmel, and uh, and you'll be going to Monterey next, and uh, it's, it's, it's a blast up here. So we're having a great time. I used to live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, so I love you guys in Florida, and uh, thank you for letting me talk. Here you go. Thanks, Drew. I appreciate it. Very good. Thank anyway, you. We, got, we, got Br- we got Bruce on the line. Now, Bruce. Okay, hey, you guys, uh, we're in Carmel, and I'll tell you what, one of the guys that has the coolest, and I mean this genuinely, 
the coolest restoration shop and the coolest collection of cars is Canapa. And they're located in Santa Cruz. And I'm delighted to welcome to the show today the founder of Canapa, Bruce Canapa himself. Bruce, are you there? I'm here. How are you doing? Pretty good. Well, I was looking for you here on the side streets. I didn't find you on Lincoln, but then I ran across your good buddy, Bruce Myers. And Bruce uh, was uh, cordial enough to get you to come on our show today. So we need to do this when we got a little bit more time. But how much time we got left there, Bobby? We got five minutes. Okay, Bruce, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about Canapa and your vintage racing uh, stuff that's going on. Well, um, a little bit of everything's going on. We've got we've got uh, Ferrari that was uh, invited to Pebble Beach, a 275 that we restored. We've got a McLaren GTR, P1 GTR that'll be at Quail. Um, and also, my, my 427 Cobra will be at Quail, which is the last Cobra shall be built at 67. And, um, and then... You know, we've got some other cars other places, but I guess the the most fun for me is worth the racetrack with quite a few cars with customers, and I've got three cars that I'm going to drive this year, and, of course, one of them is the car I always drive, the 935, that I've driven since 79. I drove it when I, when we pro-raced it back then for several years, and now I race drive it in the vintage races. And, and then, in addition, I'm driving uh, Porsche 917, which is, you know, always a fun thing to drive. <laughs> and and lucky to get to drive one of those all the time, and and then a 962, one of the more contemporary Porsche ground effects cars. So I've I've got a busy weekend. You got a real busy weekend. Excellent. Now tell us a little bit about yeah. Canapas up in uh, your your facility up in Santa Cruz. Amazing facility. Thank you. Well, you know this is uh, 35 years of work to get to this to this level in this facility now, and we have an incredible team of guys. We do. Um, you know, we do everything in-house. We have machine shops and fab shops and upholstery and paint and an engine shop now. And, and um, you know, whatever needs to be done other than plating, everything is done right within the shops. We have, and we now we have 70 employees, but uh, there's there's about 50 projects going on at any one time, and probably 15 of those, on average, are ground-up restorations, you know, every nut and bolt from one end to the other, and then the variety is, I mean, we're right now, we're restoring a 427 Cobra, we're restoring a Mercedes, we're restoring a Ferrari, we're restoring half a dozen race cars, uh, Can-Am cars, Shadows, and 917-30, so um, I like all kinds of cars, so that's what you see there, you see everything, complete variety. That's a, it's an amazing facility, and I believe it's what, it's what, 50, 60,000 square feet on the roof? Yeah, it's it's. 70,000 under roof, and we just added another five. We just bought another building next to us for some more room. We, we're out of space. <laughs> Our new well, now, out of space, but we are. Tell us about the museum. You've got an absolutely incredible museum with some incredible historic cars. Well, they, you know, that's you know, that, that started with some of my own cars 30 years ago, and, you know, 30 years ago, they weren't worth anything, so it was easy to start then. <laughs> Nobody wanted to buy them, so and I was fine with keeping them. I always liked them, so I said I'll be glad to keep them. So, but now the museum is is pretty world class. It has race cars, you know, from from NASCAR, from drag racing, from you know European Group C, Le Mans kind of cars, Formula One cars, Indy cars, sprint cars, um, you know. And then of course it has. I'm a big Porsche fan. I'm a huge Porsche fan. I think most everybody that knows me knows that. So. We have probably eight or ten Porsches in the museum, from RSRs to to 962s, and uh, um, you know, and it's open to the public, and and you can, and it's free, and people get we get 
now we're getting, you know, an average 20,000 visitors a year, I guess is what the guys were telling me. So, and we love sharing that because, you know, I mean, I, 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 you know, I begged to see those cars when I was young. So here's a place where you just walk in and see them. So. Absolutely incredible. Now, Bruce, if people want to find out more about Canapa, how do they go about doing it? Um, well, it's just canapa.com on the website. That's easy. And then, uh, and it's in Scotts Valley, California. Um, it's on right on Scotts Valley Drive, so it's really easy to find. And, uh, um, and that's it. I think you can find this pretty easy. I think anybody can find this pretty easy now. So, Super, super. Well, Bruce, I want to thank you very much for coming on for a few minutes, and I'd love to have you on again where we can talk a little bit longer. Uh, apologize for the short notice and everything like that, but I look forward to seeing you this weekend. I'll probably see you at the Quail. I'll probably see you at uh, the Rolex Reunion. And uh, take care. Good luck. And you got a great shop and a great story, and, and everything you do is excellent. Thank you very much. Thanks for inviting me on. Okay, thank you. Bobby, how are we doing on well, time? One minute. Okay, well, hey, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgia Rating Cars. Don't forget to check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. If you missed any of our past shows, check out the podcast. Take care, everybody. Drive safely and love your family. mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. It broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. I found it.